Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show. I'm your co-host, Eric, and I'm always joined by my co-host, Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? You know what we do? We just had week number 14, Ron. How do you feel? I know the Steelers lost, but how do you feel? I feel good. It's almost Christmas. Uh, you know, Steelers lost. We're out of it, most likely. I think we have a 5% shot of making it in. Uh, but you know what? That's not going to ruin my Christmas. I'm I'm excited. Uh, Christmas is almost here. Got some family coming into town. Just ready to relax, watch some baseball. Not baseball, some more football, watch some basketball, get into that. Watch some NBA, Christmas Day action. Ron, we just had, well, let me just give you that. This is the Sim Podcast Show. We talk about the NFL on a weekly basis. If this is on that interests you, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. We appreciate it. Ron, we're going into week 15. We just had a week 14. And... Other than your team losing and the Bucks losing and Tampa Bay winning, we're going to talk about the playoff picture because now it's coming. It's kind of coming together. Yes. There's still a lot of games left. Well, three, but they're still coming together. We'll have the NFL news. We'll have our week 14 reviews, and then we'll do our week 15 predictions. We got four games left by the, the shortest one. Yes. Yes. It's, it's just getting shorter by the day. Uh, so let's go. Let's start with the NFL news because this is hot out the press. Uh, well, it's not that hot, but Kyler Murray got injured last night. Uh, they said the ACL is torn. Mm-hmm. Ron, I think that it was in the air that it was a knee injury anyways, right? It was a non-contact injury. I mean, is this really going to affect the rest of the season for the Cardinals. No, I mean... Negatively, I mean, they were already out anyways, yeah, right? exactly. You don't want to have an injury at the end of the season, no matter how well or not well you're performing, um, because especially an ACL tear, it's going to take 10, 11 months potentially to rehab. Um, so now you're talking about potentially starting off the season on the pup list, uh, which is unfortunate for him. And, and you know, for the team, they got to figure out all right, if he's not going to be around to start of the season, or at least potentially he's not going to be around for the start of the season, what are they going to do um, for the first few games, preseason, all that? You know, who do they need to bring people in and all that stuff? So it, it kind of, you know, it sucks for the organization, especially since he signed that big contract. You don't want your star player getting hurt at all, uh, especially not, you know, the very end. And we'll, we'll talk about it when we do our Week 14 reviews. We'll talk about the Cardinals game as a whole. Because I saw some body language from Kingsbury that, I don't know, it, it was worrisome. Not only him, but they flashed quickly to the GM or the owner of the Cardinals. And his body language was like, I can't believe I gave all this money away to these people. Because he wasn't happy at all. Uh, the other news is wide receiver out of retirement, Paul Beasley, Beasley now signs with the Bills. So why do you think he came out of retirement? Did he just want to ring? Yeah, that's the thing to do now. I think yeah. a lot of players over the last couple of years have done that, right? They've either retired or been on the verge of retiring and, or you know injured like Odell and just looking for a team that they feel that they can um, make a run the playoffs and get a, a championship. So it's not really that surprising uh, that he went back there. Um you know, it, I think he's going to help them out for sure by catching passes like over the middle and, you know, out of the slot position. So it's, uh, and I don't know, I think, um, what's his name? Didn't their second receiver go down? I don't know how serious that injury was, but I thought he had gotten hurt too. Talking about Davis? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know because I was just so excited that the Jets lost that mm-hmm. game that I was just like, hey, good for, good for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. No complaints for me. Uh, the other thing that I want to briefly talk about is the Lions might actually be in the playoffs. They're one game out. Ron, have we seen the Lions in the playoffs the whole time we've been following football? In the playoffs? 
I got. I mean, I got to think back. I mean, even with the Barry Sanders day, were there one? I think I think one year they made the playoffs, right? I can't remember. I it's, can't remember. It's been this so long. I'm They've been bad you, for this, so long. You know. I um, mean, Dan Campbell. All those jokes that I made when we, you know, during the season. Maybe it's time I should take them back if they make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, Stafford has had some good seasons there um, in terms of his numbers. Um, I don't remember, though, if they were if they were ever in the playoffs, to be honest with you. But, yeah, I mean, listen, Campbell got that team playing hard. Their offense is no joke. Um, this guy, the, the quarterback, Goff. Goff, is just basically... Lights out. You know, re-engineered his whole career. And, Lights out. You know, he's... It, we thought like maybe he's going to be a bridge quarterback for someone new next year. No, he's going to be their their starter, you know, from here on out. I would imagine. And um, you know, the only thing they need to do now is just focus on fixing the defense. Yeah, I mean, you give up thirty points, but then you also give up thirty five points. So that it's not going to work out. But go Detroit because wow, the Lions. Wow, they still got a ways to go. They're six and seven, um, so they're not going to win there. The NFC North. I don't know where they're exactly at in the playoff hunt, but uh, it's... They're it's, number nine. They're one behind Tampa, which is... I'm sorry, Tampa number seven, Lions sitting at number eight. Okay. So they, you know... it's. I don't know if it'll take a miracle because they're playing so well. Who's their next uh, opponent? Uh, and I know that... We're boring our audience with this, but oh, they're playing the Jets on Sunday. Wow. And it's a pick'em game. It's even. Yeah. So this, you know, just have a good defense. Yeah. A really good defense. So it's gonna be the Lions offense against the Jets defense. This will be a good game. Yeah, I'm actually looking at the playoff um positioning. Tampa's actually in fourth. Again, because they're leading division, because you know they have a crappy record at six and seven but fifth is the cowboys six is washington so those are both in the same division so they have a chance to get and the giants are right at there at seven so they have a chance detroit does to, to knock one of those two teams out washington or the giants both have seven seven wins right now seven five and one so detroit's sitting there at six and seven they got a chance it's a legit that tie i mean that tie could loom yeah, yeah. That's how, that's how the Steelers got in last year, right? Mm, I think so. that tie. Yeah, this is this is going to be uh, exciting. If you're a Detroit fans, Lion, Detroit Lion fan, this is very exciting. Yeah. Stuff. It's been a while. It's been a long time coming. All right, let's get into uh, week 14. And let's start with the biggest loser <laughs> I thought of the week was Tampa Bay. They got blown out yeah. by San Francisco. What was the final score? It was, uh, what was it? Week 14. It was... 35-7. Yeah. So we both... You actually had Tampa winning 17-16. to I had the 49ers winning 21-17. I knew the 49ers were tough, but I didn't think they was going to be like this. Well, their defense is no joke. Um probably the top defense in the league. Uh, and they didn't, the Bucks played horribly on defense, uh, especially against McCaffrey. I think McCaffrey had a couple like really long run, had no answer um, defensively, had no answer on the offensive side either. Um, um, and there's only a certain throws he could make at this point. I turned this game off, to be honest with you, after, I don't remember what quarter it was, there's one pass, and there was a lot of frustration from Tom on the sidelines. Uh, but there was one pass he missed uh, Evans badly, and I was like, I can't watch any more of this. And I just, you know, shut it off because he just couldn't do anything offensively whatsoever. So you shut the game off. I actually took a nap. <laughs> I was like, when they went up 28 nothing, I was like, I'm just going to take a nap. And I ended up taking a nap, getting recharged for the night game. But this was. I mean, two INTs for Tom Brady. Uh, Brock played. I mean, he didn't look like a rookie. No, no. He did not look like a rookie. He was dodging guys. He was throwing the ball with the last second hit. And it wasn't even like 
he was trying to get rid of it. He was like, he knew where he wanted to go. He gave the receiver like an extra second. Great I'm telling coaching. you, I'm telling you, this guy is. So it's so let's is San Francisco going to win the Super Bowl now or they, no, no. they need to be the Eagles, right? Yeah, come on. I mean, are they in the same class as the Eagles? No, I don't think so. Uh, their defense is great. It's outstanding. But face a team that's scoring more than, what, 17, 18 points a game, which I think is where Tampa is right now. Face the Eagles. Um, go against Jalen Hurts and, and see. let's see what happens. Uh you know, go against even like Dallas, uh, and let's see, let's see what happens. Well, so, they went and went against Dallas last year. Last year, yes, in playoff. They, okay, they Without, beat them last year. Yes. Not, not this year. Go beat them with Purdy and Dak playing you know what? healthy. I I like this guy Purdy more than I like Dak. I think Dak. You've lost your mind. Dak is you still hasn't proven to mind. me anything. He hasn't proven anything to you? No, he has Nope. Go look at his, his stats when healthy. Go look at his statistics. Playoffs, in the playoffs, he melt. He melt. Oh, come on. Yeah, so it's you're, not... You're I'm talking about you. a guy who was... Uh, I don't. Well, he was close to winning MVP, right? At one point. What year? When he was... uh what was it, like two years ago but, when he was what, healthy? his rookie year? No. The dude... Let me pull up his stats. You're crazy. You've lost your mind. People sleep on Dak because, you know, the injury and stuff. And I'm not saying he's like a top five quarterback, although he might be, you know. Um, but I think it's insane that people just. I don't know if he's a top five. Just don't give him any credit whatsoever. He's not a top five. Let's not go that. He's definitely a top 10. So in 21. He threw for like 4,500 yards, 37 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 104 rating. Year before that, 100 rating. Year before that, 100 rating. 30 touchdowns, 11. His injury is a problem. The injury history is a, is an issue for sure. But I think he's a he's a top 10 quarterback in the league. You know. Well, I think that I don't know if they meet in the playoffs, but I would say. Niners over Cowboy. Okay. If they meet in the playoffs. Um, if the Niners meet the Eagles in the playoffs, that is going to be an awesome. I don't know who's going to win because I don't know how good Brock would have improved by then, but that will be a really good game. And pretty much hers now is between him and Mahomes, right? It, yeah. And honestly, you know, to me, it's him. By a lot, you know, something would have something major would have to happen in the last four games of the season for Mahomes, in my opinion, to, to overtake what Jalen's done. I mean, and maybe that's part part of the reason is because Mahomes does it every year, and you know, same thing happened to Brady. You get so used to seeing it, the you bar don't, just, they don't get the votes. Yeah, the bar keeps just yeah, getting raised get higher votes. and higher and higher. Maybe that's part of it too, but I think Jalen's just been unbelievable. Every time I turn the Eagles on, he's just doing something spectacular. His and it's not all running. You know, the throws that he's making is unbelievable. They're like pinpoint accuracy. Um, he just does it. He does it all. He's definitely improved. So, are you off the Josh Allen train then? Mm, not <laughs> at all. Josh Allen. If you were to ask me, who do I want as my quarterback? Because he looks shaky against the Jets. Josh Allen would still be. The guy I start with. I start with Allen. I probably move to Mahomes next. And Hertz will probably be my third third option. Over Burrow? Yeah. I, Burrow's good, but physically he can't do what any of the other three guys I just mentioned can do. Right? Talking about running the ball and stuff like that. Let me see Hurts in the playoffs. Before I, yeah. Before I put him before Burrows. Because I don't know what's Bur- going to happen. Burroughs is not... Uh, I, like, I like Burrow. He's uh, he's really who's good. Who's going to win the division, most likely? I don't know. The Bengals. I, I don't know. The we'll Bengals. See. They're we'll the see. hottest team in the AFC. I can, can you say? I mean, I don't even know if the Pats can beat them at all. And, I don't think the Pats can beat them. <laughs> and I'm, I think they play Tampa next week, this weekend. Well, they, right now, even though they got the same record, they're looking up at Baltimore. So, and I'm not saying... Burrow's not playing well. The team's not playing better than they did the first part of the season. 
And I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. He's in the top five conversation. I would just choose those other guys because they can do something that he can't, right? Um, which is, you know, he can't run the ball as, as well as those other guys. The other guys have proven that they can throw uh, probably just as good as, as Burrow can. Now, Burrow's good. You know, he's really good. But I don't, I don't think... So I don't who, think Hurts is top your, five. Out of your top, do you, you know, so who would be in your top five? Top five would be Allen, okay, Mahomes, Burroughs, Justin Herbert, and Justin. Like I like you know I like uh, Justin Herbert. What are you, What are you gonna say about Justin Herbert? Prove Prove it to me. That's what I say get about to, Hurts. Get to the playoffs. Let me see something. Well, same thing prove with Hurts. Get to the playoffs and prove it. But until get to the playoffs, I'm gonna go with Herbert. Okay, all right. Is that four or five? I think it was four. Okay, so I'm gonna be my last one. Tua. <laughs> Tua is having his. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna go. Wow. Because all I named was AFC quarterbacks, right? So and then if you switch to the NFC. I got to go with, you know, if I look at the whole career, the GOAT. Man, you shut your mouth, man. Shut your mouth. Now you're throwing like 10 years ago away. I'm talking right now. Who is your top five? The GOAT's not in your top five right now today. Well, you know what happened? Jimmy G got hurt. He would not have been in your top five either, so stop it. it would not be. (laughs) It's Hurts. Period. Who's going to win the MVP? It's Hurts, period. I'm looking at the AFC quarterbacks. I just can't pick Hurts over the GOAT. Sorry, I can't. You've lost your mind. Sorry, I can't. Until he gets the MVP, until he wins the Super Bowl, I'm still going with the GOAT. So then take Herbert off the list too, right? Take him off the list. But Herbert's ceiling is incredible. So So we think, right? But And I get... You know, his coach has, to me, held him back a little bit. But if you're really good, if you're great, you got to like, you know, I think you have to take your team to the next level despite your coach. That's that's just my And you saying that Hurst is doing that? I, Regular season, yes. Absolutely. But... Listen, I told you two years ago. Steelers had their chance. That was their guy because it was perfect opportunity for them to get him. Big Ben was still playing. Hurts could have sat a year or two and then came and played. The dude did everything in college that he needed to do. Tua came in and took his spot. He didn't like, you know, pout. You know, he, he went, transferred schools and dude almost like won the Heisman. So... And I almost forgot about Lamar Jackson. So you can switch Lamar Jackson with any of those. Lamar's not in my top five. If I'm, MVP I'm talking, is not in your top five. No, he was voted MVP. He, I'm talking about this year, and I'm talking about if I'm starting my team, he's not going to be in my top five. I'm starting my own franchise. <laughs> no. If you're starting your own franchise, you're picking Hurst, even though we don't know Absolutely. how he's going to be in the playoffs. Absolutely, with no blank playoff record. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Keep sleeping on him. Listen. Keep sleeping on him until he beats it. Win something? Okay. I am. I'm like this. All right. All on right. hers. Yeah, I'm right. like this on hers. Okay. Wake me up when he actually wins something. Hey, I can say that about a lot of these guys, except for you know, obviously Mahomes, Burrow. Well, yeah. Nobody's nobody's won it again, unless you're the goat. Nobody's won it like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we talked enough about. Quarterback. Yeah, how do we get on? We're talking about the Bucks because of the Purdy. Oh, we got into the okay. Purdy. Anyway, the Bucks. They got their ass kicked. They lost. They're still in the lead. Somehow, the division's terrible. It wouldn't shock me though if they get passed by Carolina or Atlanta. Um, those two teams uh, have a good chance, I think. You know, Carolina plays the Steelers this week. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Atlanta finally going to. Desmond Ritter. I think they should have made the move like five games ago. Um, I think Ritter is actually going to provide a spark for them uh, for the rest of the season. So I'm not sleeping on Atlanta just yet either. I think they're still in it, even just five. I'm not sleeping on 
Atlanta or Carolina. I think that, you know, they can both make a run. Both those teams score have scored more. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, Tampa is, the in, you know, last in terms of points scored per uh, game that it's out. The other loser of the week is your team. Mm-hmm. You had them winning 23 to 17. I had them uh, losing. Losing or winning? No, I had them winning. Oh, wow. No, you had them losing 16 to 14. 16 to 14, right? Yeah. So what happened? Because I, I didn't see this game. I was watching the Bills Jets game. So what happened? Yeah, I watched all of this. Um, and I've watched a lot of Steeler games that have gotten me pissed off. But there were times I was like, do I just turn the TV off? Do I throw something at the television? Like, what What the hell, you know, did I do? What happened was uh, one kid, he got hurt. You know, I think it was the second series of the game. Had to leave. Um, actually left, came, came back in. And then, you know, finally uh, had to go into the concussion protocol. But Mitch came in, moved the ball up and down the field easily. Played really well. But three killer turnovers uh, in the red zone um, interceptions. One of the first one I don't think was his fault. Um, I think it was a little bit of the either the play calling or the slot receiver ran the wrong route and got uh, you know got two receivers in the same area. But Mitch was just way too aggressive. We had the three turnovers and that killed us. On top of that, Sprite should count as another turnover but the block field goal too. Uh, you know, that field goal would have gave us the lead we probably would have won the game how were the Ravens able to run the ball so much oh they we just got tired they ran the ball down our our throat you know our run defense is not as good as people think it is that's part of the issue with the Steelers that we need to fix because it's two years in a row that we've seen that we've gotten ran on teams could out physical us um we got guys that are playing on the D-line out of position not in the right spot because we don't have a true nose guard and um, we got two linebackers that can't shed blocks for shit um, and that's a bad combination so you got people in the wrong place um, and then you got you know guys behind them that can't get off blocks so you got these huge gaping holes and that's exactly what happened so um, they got worn down towards the end Ravens had some big runs and even with uh, Huntley getting hurt I think it was the third quarter and Baltimore only option really was to run. We still couldn't stop them again. But it's uh, I think the Steelers need to look in the mirror at themselves and look at the, you know, the amount of money that they're spending on defense and the results that they're getting. Look at the some of the deficits in the offense, too, and figure out, okay, where are our holes and how should we prioritize this for next season? Because I think I think they're further away even though a lot of people think you know think that they're close i think they're a lot yeah they're close to making the playoff now i'll give you that but they're not and i'll say this for the patriots too we're not competing with kansas city or buffalo um you know even put miami in that category we can't compete with those teams against the playoffs we're fighting just to, to get in and uh so we're close to the playoffs we're a long way away i think from being a uh, real contender. Well, this is the thing. This is because I know Buffalo and Kansas City and, you know, Tampa Bay when they score a lot of points and all the other teams, they are looking at passing. It's a pass phrase league, right? But I think that with Pittsburgh, with New England, with even the Giants to some extent, they want defense first, right? It's defense first. It's like, whatever offense you bring, we have a better defense. We're not going to let you score 30 points a game against them. And I think that's commendable, but if your offense can't score, can even put points, can even, you know, when it comes to the red zone, they like dead last. And I'm talking about New England. And I'm talking about any team that can't compete with those high-level offense. And to be honest, until that happens, the Steelers are just going to be like... Yeah. Yeah, hey, we can get the ball to the 10-yard line, get in the red zone all day. 
once we're there, we can't score touchdowns. We've been kicking field goals or, you know, having penalties and, you know, getting out of field goal range and doing stupid things. That's been us all the entire season, really. Um, but you're right, you know, until you score points, you know, you can't win in this league. Your defense can only do so much. And defense, generally speaking, can only play well when they have an advantage, right? So Patriots this past game, we'll get to them. It was a good example, though. Like when Patriots have the lead and the other team got options and all they can do is throw the ball, that's the wrong time you want to play the Patriots because they're two linebackers, Junon and and the other guy, they're just going to pin their ears back and kill you, right? So that you can't be put in those positions. And it's Steelers are kind of the same way, but if they're not playing with the league because their offense is scoring, well, now you can run against them. That's their weakness, and that's that's what Baltimore was able to do. Just ran right down their throat. They dared someone to come up and make tackles, which we were doing, but you know we couldn't stop them at the end. All right, so let's let's move on to the winner of this week, which New England over the Arizona. You had them losing twenty four to seventeen. I had them winning twenty four to twenty one. The final score was 27 to 13. This was the Monday night game, which personally I was just like, not another primetime game, please. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we were saved by basically Callum Murray getting injured. Yeah, I think so, personally. Um, that's a completely different ball game he's playing, especially since, you know, they were able to run the ball too. They were having some success running the ball when they stuck it at the beginning of the game. Um, I think the Patriots were going to be in trouble, but once he went down, I think, you know, and the Patriots didn't really offensively play that well, but you know, it was still a little bit of a struggle for them to score points. A little bit of, there was no points in the first quarter yeah. at all from either team. Yeah. Because there was, it was, this was a very sloppy game. A lot of penalties, a lot of penalties. Um, Arizona was it was two bad teams Arizona was the worst yeah the D-hop fumble I saw that you know that's part of the game I was like in and out of consciousness to be honest I was so tired when I was watching the game but when he fumbled that ball I was like and they ran it back I was like game because yeah, that, that third quarter switched everything around yeah. because uh, Cardinals were winning 13 to 10 at halftime but then that third quarter, it was like, you know, the Cardinals didn't make any adjustments except for what we were talking about. They should have run the ball more, mm-hmm. but they stopped running the ball. Orderson Komakoy was throwing the ball left and right, but they were already down by 10 points. And as you mentioned, once the Patriots go up, it's like release the hounds. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they had six sacks. Incredible! They had a turnover, and then they had the fumble touchdown recovery. So the defense did their part, but there was so many times that they got in the red zone and a field. Yeah, that's all they got was a field. And that's what I was saying at the beginning, right when we we started. It's like both our teams, I think, are far away from really competing in the playoffs. We're used to. Not just making the playoffs, right? The goal's always been to get to the Super Bowl. You know, these teams are probably our weakest teams if you think about the last, like, 10, 15 years or whatever. You know, these aren't the best teams that we've had at all. This is one of the weakest teams we've had. And then if you add on top of that, like, the rest of the division has gotten so much better, I think. Like, Kansas City, Buffalo has never been good until Josh Allen came along. Miami's been terrible for a while. So the rest of the league, uh, the division's getting better. And here we are trying to figure it out, get back to that that place that we used to be. Um, but right now, I think it's we're both teams, you know, a few teams away. And Matt Jones actually played a very good game. And I know that he has an INT, but that was a tip. That was a tip INT because the line was holding and his arm got hit. But... I mean, the rookies play good. Both running backs were rookies. They got touchdowns. I don't I don't hate this game, but I feel like they should have played with more urgency. 
if you know you're playing this four and eighteen, just put them away in the first half. Why do well, you have they, to wait? They couldn't score. They couldn't score. So yeah. why wait till the second half for them to make the mistakes? I mean, there was and so many fourth yeah. downs that they how many points completed. their offense scored in the second half? And 17. Well, their offense scored 10 because Hopkins gave that one up and defense scored a touchdown. So they scored, yeah, they scored 10 points. So 14. your offense scored 10 points in the first half and then 10 points in the second half. You know, not enough. Yeah, it's not going to be enough. It's no. not enough. I mean, not enough in the sense of if you're competing with the Buffaloes and the Kansas exactly. Cities. Exactly. That's not going to be it's enough. enough to get you to the playoffs. Yes. Not enough to compete once you're there. That's that's what I'm worried about for both of these. But again, we had this conversation before. Bill doesn't care about yeah. winning another championship. And I think that's, you know, when they talk about, oh, we're going to get rid of Bill Belichick. That's fine. But then what? You're going to have to really start over. You're going to have to really change the culture, bring a new person, blah, 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 all that stuff. What I say is, you're never going to get to nine Super Bowls ever again. They should let that dream just be a dream. Like, you know what? You were here for that. You saw the six championship. Great. That is not going to be uh, duplicated. Maybe replicated because obviously Kansas City might want to have a quote unquote death uh, dynasty, but it's just not going to happen. And I feel like a lot of people back home. In the New England era, they want that. They yearn for that. You know, I think somebody said, we went from title town to entitled town. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, like, absolutely. We're spoiled, man. It's like, We're you're spoiled. not going to have that. And I feel like you're not going to enjoy the season. Yeah. You're not going to enjoy. It's the same thing, victories. though, with the Red Sox, right? I mean. Well, the Red Sox, you know, one one year, the good one year, the bad one year, the good one year. Yeah, but after we won in 04, it's like. We better win every, and we were always like, we better win. But I think to me, it's just like we just got completely spoiled. All the years of suffering, people are like, they completely forgot about that. And but this, this team is not suffering. They're seven and six. It's not like you know they're out of the playoffs. They're still in it. It's just that they're not going to win it all unless yeah. it's a miracle. Let's you know, do you talk about the O one team? This team is not going to win it all. Can they get in the playoffs? Yes. And you know what? You should be happy. You should be ecstatic. But there's a lot of people that I know. This is not enough. You either win it all. You either put a good to good to excellent team out there. And that's not the case. And but, I f- yeah. I, I mean, like it should be the it is the goal, but it's it's not realistic to expect that every year. Yes. It's going to take time. It's going to take time. But they got the W. As uh, you know, ugly as it was, but uh, what was your upset special, Ron? Uh, my upset special for Week 14 was uh, Carolina at Seattle. Uh, Seattle, when we did uh, the recording, was favored by three and a half. Uh, I had Carolina winning twenty-three to twenty. They ended up winning thirty to twenty-four. Uh, did you see any like kind of? hesitation from Seattle during this game? I honestly didn't watch too much of the game. I think the reason I kind of leaned more on Carolina is because of what's going on in Seattle. A little bit worried. Kenneth Walker being hurt. Not that Geno's regressing a little bit, but I think teams are eventually, I think, the league catches up to you, and I think everyone was like, okay, that was great what you did. Uh, like the first six, seven, eight weeks. Now we're gonna, you know, you're gonna see the best of us, and I think that's what's happened. Then that's what's gonna happen with the Jets. Uh, I think that's what happened with the Giants. Um, I think that's what's happening. With so, a lot of, I mean, I can say a lot of teams, that's what's gonna happen, I think, for a lot of these. Uh, you know what? I, I feel the same way about Tennessee. I feel like when I picked Jacksonville to win, I picked them because they're, you know, they just fired the GM. I know mm-hmm. that's not, doesn't affect the players that much, but it affects the whole organization. And similar to what we were talking about with the Patriots and the Steelers, they're a one trick pony. Mm-hmm. They have a good defense. 
They have an excellent running team, but then they have no wide receiver. They have, you know, Tannehill is just not a great quarterback. He's just average. So I feel like if you put up enough points, and what was it? They won 36 to 22. You can't compete with 36 points. Not if you're Tennessee. And I think I think that's going to be their MO going forward. Yeah, I mean, their defense shouldn't allow 36 points. They're supposed to be a really good defense, uh, especially in the front seven. Um, and they made Trevor Lawrence look like a top five quarterback. Um, you know, he was 30 for 42, 368, three touchdowns, 122 rating, basically. Um, and then Evan Ingram. 11 catches, 162 yards for two touchdowns. This guy has been irrelevant for most of the season, and apparently no one on Tennessee can cover a tight end uh, whatsoever. So, um, yeah, I, I thought, you know, when we talked last week, I thought this was a good pick, too. I think Jacksonville is uh, a team that has underperformed but are so capable of scoring and playing well. Um, they're sitting there at 5-8 and eight now, and I thought that would be a good matchup and so I'm not surprised uh, that they gave Tennessee a beatdown because once you stop Henry like you said if you can contain him just a little bit uh, and put it on Tanner Hill and their receivers don't have any of them um, then you're, you're always going to have a chance again yeah they they to me they don't they don't scare me I know that I think they play uh, the Chargers this week and you know I know they're going to try to shorten the game by running with Derrick Henry but I think the Chargers might win that game. But you know what? That is not my upset special. So let's go into week number 15. And when I say that, it hurts my heart a little bit. Let's go with the um, marquee matchup. Because I think that we're going to be watching this game. Cincinnati Bengals at Tampa Bay. Three and a half favorites. 44 points over and under. Ron, what's your prediction? Uh, Cincinnati winning in Tampa, 28-13. I also picked Cincinnati winning 24-17. And I don't even think Tampa Bay gets to 17 points. Ron, I know Cincinnati Bengals are in your division, so what's it going to be? Is it going to be them or is it going to be the Ravens? It really depends on how quickly, how many more games Lamar misses. I don't think he's playing this week. Um... I don't know what next week looks like. It depends on who the quarterback is. Because Huntley, I think, question protocol now. Um, so he may not play this week. So that's going to be tough if they're only their third string quarterback, uh, you know, up against whoever they're playing this week. Uh, I still give the edge to Baltimore, though, assuming uh, Lamar comes back. Like next, like not this week, but next week. Yeah, I think uh, this week is going to be six wins in a row for Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the other game, this game was flexed. It was supposed to be a Sunday night game. The NFL flexed them out of it because they don't want to see them. New England at Las Vegas. It's a one-point Las Vegas favorite. I mean, it's the New England favorite by one. 44 and a half over and under. Ron, what's your prediction? Yeah, I got New England winning. Uh, 23 to 17. You can stick a fork in the Raiders. They're done. I got New England winning 24 to 17. Um, you know, I thought that uh, Hopkins was going to give the Patriots a run for their money. I know Murray didn't play, but Holt still throw it to him. But he... I mean, other than that crazy catch he made and it didn't count because he was not. So, you think Devontae Adams could have a better game than Hopkins? Yeah. Yeah, because, so one, like you said, Murray wasn't playing. Two, Hopkins beats you, but he doesn't beat you. It's like, uh, was it death by a thousand cuts? Hopkins will mess around and put up like 10, 11, 12 catches because no one can cover him. You know, and he's not going to run by you, like I said, but he beats you with those short routes. Um, but yeah, uh, Adams, on the other hand, you know, he's not a burner either, but he can beat you deep, and uh, I think he can do a little bit, a little bit more, especially with, uh, you know, uh, what's his name throwing the ball. So, um, Derek Carr. Yeah. 
see i think that this game is gonna be a little bit tighter it might be like a 21 to 24 but i still think new england comes out on top i don't think that they give the big home run plays uh and i think that mac i think he's been playing pretty well the last four or five games except for that one int last night he didn't have any so i think that he's learning about his role how's the protection play call the the offensive line is still hard. The play calling, I mean, there's one thing. There's one thing to understand your assignment, and there's another thing to just do the same assignment over and over again. Execute, and that's exactly yeah. what Matt Patricia did uh, against the Arizona. I mean, 11 screen plays. I know you need to get the ball out of the hand fast because the offense line is terrible, but mix it up. Do some slants. Do some... I don't know. I don't know. It's just like... He's like a robot offensive line. Like They told him, hey, Arizona loves to blitz. Okay, we're going to do 11 screens. Yeah. I mean, I, I I thought like after the seventh one, Arizona would like be like, oh, they're screen passes. But yeah. that's why they're horrible. Teams. Uh, Ron, what's your upset special? All right. So my upset special... This week, I got New Orleans in Atlanta, Saints favored by four. Um, I have Desmond Ritter, the, the uh, rookie quarterback, coming in and giving them a spark. Uh, so I got Atlanta winning 27 to 20. Yeah, that actually is a, a good uh, a good up special. I went with the Rams beating Green Bay. 24 to 21. It's a 39 and a half over and under. Seven. They're giving LA Rams seven points to beat the Green Bay Packers. Um, this game's in Green Bay. It's game. It's in Green Bay. Right. Snow like 15. Yeah. Probably bad weather, which is probably why the points are so high. But I believe in Baker Mayfield. I believe that if the game is tight. He can pull it out. He did it against yeah, uh, the Raiders, which was. I mean, it was Raiders. But. So what? what's your take? Is Baker Mayfield just breathing some air into McVay or what? I, my relationship with Baker Mayfield is like hot, cold, love and hate. I love, I'll be honest with you, I love Baker's attitude. Um his competitiveness uh but at the same time you know he makes some bone headache grow sometimes and sometimes he's just not accurate you know so do i believe in baker mayfield going to green bay with a week and a half now worth of uh you know playing time with this team no i, I can't see it happening but i would have doubted he would come in last week with 48 hours uh, and be able to delete it. So, hey, you know, it's Baker. I think, you know, you, know, you never know what, what you're going to get get with him. Um, but let's see how it goes. I mean, I know that they have tons of injuries, the LA Rams, as far as, you know, they lost their number one receiver. They lost a bunch of uh I think they lost their running back, didn't they? Did he well, retire or something? No, they traded uh, Henderson, Daryl Henderson, uh, to another team who actually got cut, I think, this week. Um, they went with Akers. Remember, they he was having the, a lot of beef between Akers um, and the head coach. He was demanding a trade, and eventually they worked it out, I guess. Well, he's there now, still starting. And then they got their rookie, who didn't really play much last week uh, that they drafted, but I was really high on. Um, so... You know, I think, you know, that I think I, I got more questions about their defense, to be honest with you, with the Rams than I do their offense. Well, I don't know if Aaron Donald is, you know, he's playing, but is he retiring after this year? Probably. Yeah. It was close this year, this past year, I think. Yeah, I think retiring. it was close. They they brought him back for one more year. Uh, I just, I just can't trust this Green Bay with, you know, even with the rookie Watson, you know, Probably gonna get rookie of the year. I don't know. 
Who's your rookie of the year then? I will probably have to think about it. I know Watson had like a hot streak here, four straight games, something like that, but I think he has like seven touchdowns. No rookie is even close to that. Chris Olave started off like really well and then he simmered down a lot. Um Well he simmered down because he had adult passing. Yeah. Yeah. I think I mean I mean I could be wrong. If he has a great game again, hey, hats off to Watson. Lave sitting with sixty catches, eight hundred and eighty seven yards, so he'll actually make a thousand yards as a rookie this uh where's Watson at? Christian Watson is only sitting at four hundred and one yards. Oh, he has wow. seven touchdowns, but it's a big difference in terms of production right now. So I would I, I my first thought is Olave, but I don't wanna minimize what Kenneth Walker was able to do. Even Dave um uh, here's the beginning of the season in Houston, even though that team stinks, so he has no chance. Um there's gotta be some other guys up. Well, you know, if Seattle, if somehow Seattle comes and sneaks in the playoffs, I think it might be Kenneth Walker. Because they're not going to give it to a, a a team that doesn't make this, you know. I can tell you who's not probably going to get it. And that's Kenny Pickett. Because there's two games. Didn't start the season, right? Mitch started the season. Uh, he may not even play this week. Still in concussion protocol. So, um, yeah, I, I, that was my selection at the beginning of the year. You know, for him to at some point play and win, but that's not going to happen. So uh, Kenneth Walker has 650 yards rushing, but he has nine touchdowns already. So, but he is hurt too, so he may miss some time. Yeah, I think. It depends. It depends. Let's see what Watson does. I know I picked Olave to win, uh, but I, I like this Watson guy. I He just doesn't have the same production. He's not going to get, there's no way he's going to get 500 yards in four games or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, he might, but I don't think that's going to happen. So that is my upset special for the week, week 15. Uh, Ron, do you want to add anything else? Uh, not really. I think, you know, we are winding down. What I say? Four more games, right? Four more games. Four more games left in the season. Uh, you know, so excited for our, your team, the Bucks a little bit, Steelers, not so much, even though I still want to watch play. See, uh, see some of the young guys, uh, how well they perform. Um, but I'm also excited now that uh, I can turn the page a little bit and kind of focus on uh, some Celtics basketball. I did see them get spanked the other day, by the way, by Golden State. Well, they got spanked by Golden State and then they lost to the Clippers. They I'll try played to tell the you. Lakers tonight. You got so excited about how the Celtics started. I told you. It wasn't relax. it wasn't because relax. Listen. Relax I saw with both the Celtics. Those games, the threes were not going down. That's why they lost. They went two for like thirteen in the first half. You're not gonna win games like that. So listen, I still think that Tatum could be the MVP. I know Luca is kind of giving him a run for his money, but I trust that he'll figure it out. I trust that he'll figure it out. By uh, the All-Star break, they'll figure it out. The only the only thing really quickly is that we didn't get to was the playoff picture. Oh, yeah. So, I know, that I, hate the, I hate when commentators say this. If the playoffs started today, they'll be in it. But those are, I mean, they're being factual. I understand that, but... The playoffs don't start today, so stop saying that. Mm-hmm. Stop saying if the playoffs were today, blah, 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 team will be in it. But now the playoff picture is kind of coming to you. So if you look at the AFC, it looks like the Bills and the Chiefs are fighting for that number one and two spot, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's the Ravens and the Bengals are fighting for that number three spot. So I think that, you know, the real, the real 
meat of it is going to come to who has a three winning playoff spot. And I like our chances very, very much. And Miami plays the Bills this week. So this could be like a double whammy. The Bills could... Who, who are you rooting for? Oh, I'm going for the Bills. <laughs> I do not... First of all, Miami, they lost that Tua Magic for some reason. It's not there anymore. Um, and I think that traveling to Buffalo, the cold weather, you're going to see them in those blue and white uniforms, mask up the hill, the ice. You know what? I love it. I love it. And I can't wait to root against them. So we might, you know, by the end of this week, week 15, we might be up to the number six or five spot. So I'm excited. I, I want to see what, what happens. NFC is a different picture. Because wait, wait, let's uh, go back for a second. You, even with the win, you can't get up. I don't think you can get up to the fifth spot. The best I think you can do is the sixth spot, assuming you have a tiebreaker. Miami, right? Well, that you both would be two and two in the division. So I don't know how the tiebreaker rules. Well, they would they beat us at the beginning of the year, so they would they would win the tiebreaker. So yeah, you still only seventh spot. Still, we'll still be in the playoffs though. Yeah, yeah, but you said you were get up to like spot. No, because the fifth is gonna be like between the Ravens and the Bengals, whichever of those two, you know, doesn't yeah. win the division. And whoever doesn't is gonna end up in third spot because right now the fourth spot's the Bengals, not the Bengals, Titans, and then the Titans because. Even though they're seven six, they're winning division now. Unless they tank, hair on out, right? I think who's behind the Titans at right now? Um, so you got the Jaguars at five and eight. Jaguars probably aren't going to catch. Them. Even if let's say the Titans lose seven seven, Jaguars win this week, they'd be six and eight. Um, Jaguars have the Cowboys though. That's unlike. So the Titans will still be there, even with a loss. They're not getting out of that fourth spot. Yeah, the Titans have that lock. Yeah. Yeah, they even have at that seven, lock seven, they got that lock. So the best you can do is really stay at the seventh spot. Because um, Miami, even if they lose, they, they're eight and six. Um, yeah, they would own that tiebreaker. Yeah. Now, if you lose this week and charge a win, or the Jets win, now you're talking about being out of the playoff. Still in the hunt, but out of the playoff. Top That's seven. why we're not losing. Yeah, we're you got to win. We got to win. All these teams got to win. This yeah, week. all these teams got to win. Who you say the Chargers play? Uh, the Titans. And then the Jets, who they got? Jets are playing Lion. the Lions. Yeah, that's not going to be easy. That's not a, not a gimme, yeah. I think there's... Probably six teams that are a lock right now. Buffalo, Kansas City, Baltimore, Titans, Bengals, Miami. They're probably a lock. And it's really a fight for that seventh yeah, spot. Yeah, seventh fight. I think it's between the Patriots and the Chargers. And the Jets, maybe if they win against the Lions, then you have to count them in. Because then they go eight and six. Then you're talking about three teams that could be eight and six. So that... If the Patriots, the Chargers, and the Jets win, that doesn't change. No, it doesn't change. So, yeah, this is this should be interesting. Yeah. In the NFC, though, the Eagles got that on lockdown. Yeah. Then you got the Vikings, the Niners. Tampa is the only one that we don't know. Yeah, so they're in the fourth spot, but they're six and seven in Atlanta and Carolina. We just said just behind, or right behind them. Well, I think a game, one game. So, so if because the Commanders and the Giants they play again towards the end of the year, let's say you know let's let's be let's be generous and say they're both still at nine and five when they face each other. One of those teams is going to be looking in because I think that I don't want to count out the Seahawks, but. 
They could sneak in too. Hmm? The only ones that, you know, are sure thing are the one, two, three, and I would say the five spots that go. Yeah, yeah, and then the you're right, and then um, six, seven are up for grabs between so the spots that are up for grabs, the fourth spot, which is Tampa, are they going to hold on for that division or someone else jump in? And then the sixth and seventh spot, like you just said, is it Washington? Is it the Giants? Is it Seattle? Is it Detroit? Can Detroit make a comeback and get it? And Green Bay at five and eight make, you know, win out and have stuff fall in their favor. I don't see that happening, but I think Detroit, Seattle, Giants, Commanders, they all have a, a, a chance. There's two spots left. Um, I don't, if I'm a team, what's the team you're worried about out of those four? I just- um, the only team that actually has the Detroit Lions is out of those teams, they're the ones that are in a search, right? I mean, I don't, it doesn't say yeah, well, how many, how many uh, wins in a row they have, but I mean, I'm worried about, I asked because, and I knew this, I felt this like a few weeks ago, the Giants are not playing. The Giants have lost one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, four. They've gone four, one, and one. No, sorry. One, four, and one. They've won one game. In five games, they only won one? Yep. Out of the last six games. Well, it was... The Giants were playing on Moxie, right? They were like... Teams eventually figured them out. And they say, well, if we shut down... Take one Barkley. They basically are dead. Dead in the water, right? They're not going to score any points. So, and we thought that... They had horror personnel. They didn't have receivers... So, and they were winning games in the last, you know, play of the game, which is never sustainable. Uh, it's just... Chris must be, like, pulling tear out right now. I'm looking at these last few weeks, so it started with the Seahawks loss, 27-13. They beat the Texans. That's the Texans, 24-16. They lost to the Lions, 31-18. That's a... They got dumb truck, basically. They lost to the Cowboys 20, 21 to 28. Game. They tied the Commanders 2020. They lost to the Eagles 48 to 20. Uh, another. Now they got the Commanders again. So then they so after the Commanders they got the Vikings. That's not going to be easy. Colts and then the Eagles. Yikes. So, let's you know hypothetically they can just win one game. So they can technically go, you know, eight wins, nine, eight wins, eight, eight losses and one tie. Yeah. Wow. That's and probably be out. Yes. Yes. Probably get past. So yes. that, that's the team I'm worried about. That's why I was asking that. It, out of those four that I had mentioned before, I'd rather be Washington shoot or, you know, some Detroit shoot, even they, you know, they got six. I'd rather be Detroit than be Giants, right? Well, that's the thing is that with Detroit, with all the scoring, all you have to do is tweak that, tweak, tweak the defense, and then you got something going on. I don't know if you can do that with the Giants. It's just like one thing that you can fix, and then, you know, they start stacking up wins. I don't think that's fixable, and you know, you can even tell that they they still haven't given an extension to Daniel Jones, so they know this is your last year. We're well, not. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We're, we're not going to give you an extension. There's no way that you bring them back. Here's Detroit's uh, final four: Jets, winnable; Panthers, winnable; Bears, winnable; and then Pack. Even the Packers, they're all winnable games. Giants, yeah. we said they so were one. They can come on a hot streak. Right. I mean, they're not the 49ers. 49ers won like five in a row, but they could be the next one that it's on a hot streak. Even though they're probably going to, you know, be on the road in the playoff game. So. Yeah. Seahawks have it tough. They got 49ers, Chiefs, 
Finn, Jackson, and They can go like two and two. Best case, maybe. They go two and two, then they're, they're sitting with nine wins. Yeah, no, I think I think you're right. The Giants have it. And I think when I talked to uh, our friend Chris, friend of the pod, he indicated that in the DL, he's like, I don't want the Giants to playoffs. Because he knows if this team makes the playoffs, it's going to be one and done. And then they're going to have more questions about like... Oh, yeah. This, that's that's where the Steelers have been. Where the Patriots are. That's where we're at right now. You know, even get in. And uh, if so, there's still a lot of things you need to fix. You know that, right? So... Yeah. Not looking good. But who knows? It's football. That's why we play the game. That's why they play the game. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. I think that, you know, this is it. We're in December. We're in December. It's going to be like do or die every game going on forward. And then every team starts at zero. It's all about winning in the playoffs. So in that note, I'm going to say happy Hanukkah because it starts next week. Having some pernil. Having some coquito, all that stuff. So, by the way, um, the last couple of days I've been getting some shopping done for Christmas. Not just gift shopping, but getting ready for our party. I've spent close to five hundred dollars. Wow! Last like, okay. wow! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's too bad I just quit drinking. Why would you quit? Like. <laughs> Why would you quit, like, right as the year's in? You got Christmas. You know, that's not that's not true. I would never quit in <laughs> Christmas. That's like saying, you know what, Halloween, uh, too bad I just gave up candy. Yeah. No, no, no. I know. It, you know, when it comes to Christmas and, like, just having excess on everything, whether it's food, alcohol, you know, gifts, and you don't even... I wouldn't say us because we're adults, but you know, when it comes to your kids, oh, yeah. you're like, oh, you should, whatever you want. You should see you want. my list of like kids I have to stop for. I'm like, oh my goodness. And this is before I even get to like my wife, my own kid. You know, there's so many little kids we got to shop for. And yeah. we haven't really gotten started. At least I haven't yet. I got my wife out of the way. I know exactly what I'm going to get done. But all my, you know, my niece, have you? little cousin you know you got a, a lot of shopping yeah and i and, and when you you know before this is this is gonna you know all the single people out there are gonna be like what are you talking about this doesn't concern me at all but when you have a family and you marry into another person's family you inherit all those cousins all oh, those yeah. nieces yep. those nephews that are you know under 15 on the 16 on the 18 and you're just like well these kids well what well these kids come from yeah because it's not just your kids it's like the extended family and single people i mean you're not gonna know this because you're single you're just happy to be yourself spend on yourself those are the day but once you get married everything changes you just like oh and this person oh and this person and that person but being the Christmas season, everything is like multiplied. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not shocked that you spend that much money on yeah. alcohol. Yeah, I, I went a little bit overboard, but I know I'm going to be partying. You know, it's like week and a half, two weeks of celebrating family in town. Like I said, so you know, yeah. might as well just get it. I, I don't, I don't want to be last minute. Oh, I got to run, or I got to go out and get that. I just rather have everything done before they even get here uh next week so no and the this is a time to you know i wasn't the, the kind of person before that loved the holidays but now as i'm getting older i understand like man you got to celebrate the small victories and when you make it those 11 months and then come to christmas time 
you gotta celebrate. You gotta celebrate. Even if you're an atheist person, you still gotta celebrate. Oh yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So in that case, I will bid you adieu. Peace. Peace. guys thanks again for listening and supporting us you can find us at the sim podcast on instagram and twitter or you can email us at shutym podcast at gmail.com